This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, brother. How you doing? I, I'm, uh, I'm pretty well. And how are you, brother? I am super duper. And uh, man, I, you know what I love about these little episodes? What's that? Is the fact that uh, we get them over and done with quick and you don't have to listen to them as long as our listener. You know what I, you know what I want to do? What? I want to I self-identify. We don't do that very often. You know, my name is Justin Womack uh, and I'm a co-host here at Marketing Geeks. I think that's a good idea. And uh, my name is not Justin Womack. My name is Andro Sturgeon. And uh, you're right. I don't think I've ever said my name. So <laughs> Yeah, I know. I was just thinking uh, that. We haven't done show. it in a long time. I think we did it in the beginning. Yeah. And then we're yeah. getting back to it. I, I'm proud of my name. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Andro Sturgeon. That's your cue. And welcome to the Marketing Geeks. How did, how did I do? That was great. That was supposed to be the music. Here we go. Marketing Geeks. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Marketing Geeks uh, news update. We're just here to kind of drop some news bombs on you with uh, geek news and some marketing news. Because that's what we do. That's what we do here at Marketing Geeks. We do the news so you don't have to read it. Get in and get out. What do you got for me, man? What's going on in the world of digital marketing? Well, Facebook, as you love Facebook, and I know you secretly like... I love you're Facebook. You're a big, big Mark Zuckerberg fan. So much. I want to smash his little face in. I love him so much. <laughs> Well, as you mentioned in the previous episode, like Facebook has given permission for politicians to lie in ads, but in October, it has already banned 160 plus ads from Trump, Biden, Warren, Sanders, and Steyer for profanity and fake buttons. So for profanity and fake buttons. So I, I guess they're trying to drop a lot of profanity in their ads. And, uh, and so they're getting, they're working around where they're able to block some of these ads, but not because of uh, the content because of profanity and fake buttons. What do you think of that? I, I, I love that. I love that you can lie your ass off, but uh, man, don't put a fake button on there. What is a fake button? Like, what is that? Like it redirects to the wrong place? Like what's a fake maybe, button? Maybe, pro- probably. I don't know. I have no idea. It's, oh, it's, it's, like an embedded, it's an embedded button in an image. So it's a fake button embedded in an image. So if you click it, it'll be uh, a hyperlinked image, but you're not actually clicking the button. So like yes and no will go to the same spot. Tricky, tricky. I get it now. Nah, man. Well, gosh, I guess that makes up for all the lousy crap that <laughs> Facebook does. And with that, everybody, please delete your Facebook account. Uh, so, hey, here's something kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. Social media ad spend ha- has uh, is set to surpass print for the first time. Uh, social media will now own 13% of global ad spend in 2019, according to Zenith Forecast. This is from Marketing Land. I mean, I, I, I thought that was already the case, but uh, no, lo and behold, it turns out that, uh, you know, that brands are truly slow to action and they probably should have done this a long time ago. But uh, I, I guess the ROI is now so far in their face that they can't ignore Internet media any longer. That's right. In, uh, in other news, uh, LinkedIn has a new feature. I love when LinkedIn rolls out a new feature. Uh, So LinkedIn has just rolled out a feature that gives page admins admins tools to notify company employees of updates. This is actually something I really like because 
uh, I'm doing this huge project with this uh, company right now, and I'm creating content. And one of the things that I, 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 I try to get all the employees to do is to share the content because it helps the company. But uh, and they just they just don't. And it helps the brand, uh, the LinkedIn page. It helps the company page a lot, too. That's right. That's right. I mean, one of the best things you could ever do is is to get your company to share the content that you're putting on your on your business page. Maybe you should so talk now, to that guy that we had on that with a SaaS company that does that. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that was a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. But we but uh, so this is cool. So I'm, I'm going to give that a go. So it gives uh, it gives the uh, page admins. That's me. Uh, the ability to notify company employees of updates. So when uh, when we share something on the uh, Marketing Geeks LinkedIn page, then you should get an, a little alert telling you you need to share it. Mm. Uh, you, so you just you'd better do your job, man. You know, fun All story. Right. This is like a week old, but you know what? I I want to address it. Um, you watch South Park this season at all? Uh, I actually have not seen it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a big South Park fan. And so they did episode 299 of South Park, which uh, was probably two weeks old. And uh, they they went after the Chinese censors and they accused President Z of looking a lot like Winnie the Pooh. Well, uh, China went ahead and banned South Park. They scrubbed them from the entire Internet in China after in response to that episode. And what's interesting about it is this preceded that whole NBA ban that happened like a couple days later. And then another and then there was a pop like a German pop band that got banned because they liked the South Park post. So I think South Park is responsible for a lot of this, uh, this whole all of a sudden Chinese backlash that, you know, it, it took Trey Parker and Matt Stone to get it done. Um, they're the guys that move the needle on policy in this country. Then they've got my vote for president, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go see uh, Book of Mormon uh, in next month. I still haven't seen it, but I have heard the soundtrack. I've listened to the soundtrack, and it's uh, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah, I, I want to see. I want to see it live. I really got to see that live. Yeah, I'm going to see. I haven't seen it live. I'm excited to do that. I'll give you a full uh, spoiler free review when uh, when we when we uh, come back from that. I'm going to take lovely Iris. <laughs> All right, next story. Uh, YouTube is testing ad buying tool that lets you reserve ad placement 120 days out. This is kind of interesting because, uh, you know, usually you can either turn on your uh, YouTube ads or turn them off, but you can uh, reserve ad placements out in the future, which kind of is handy if you're going to go on vacation. So, like, if you're doing, like, a book launch or something, so I want to start my ads, like, 120 days from now, is that what you're saying? We can schedule the, the start? Well, they're offering it to political advertisers along with consumer goods, uh, media and entertainment, food and beverage brands. So, yeah, if you if you um, want to reserve an ad spot, uh, you know, to buy pro, uh, programmatic ads and uh, guarantee that they're going to reserve a space in certain areas, you could do it in advance so just don't fake your buttons don't fake your buttons don't fake your buttons <laughs> or your orgasms <laughs> and uh uh disney plus has just launched their lineup man it's uh oh it's official it's it's, it's coming out it's, what is it like it's mid-november is it out in the netherlands yet or when does it roll out over there yeah th there's kind of a scaled down version of it so people can try it out but you know i haven't i haven't actually uh, tried it you haven't forked over the six dollars yet or the seven six six ninety nine <laughs> um which is you know low-balling netflix and uh they're including 4k and uh, dolby atmos with that Ooh, because so you, that, you have to pay extra for that with netflix right that's right that's yeah. right so they're 
They're really they're they're driving that bus. They're really sticking it to them. They are. Uh, but man, I, I'm looking over the list of movies, and I got to tell you, it is the the library is unbelievably huge. Plus, uh, they're going to have the Mandalorian, and we have kids. And if you have kids, like it's probably going to dwarf the Netflix kid content, I imagine. And they're going to oh all yeah, Disney stuff's going to get pulled from uh, from Netflix too. So. Well, yeah. think about it. It's all the Disney animation, all the Pixar, all the like, you know, Mickey Mouse everything. Club and all those TV shows for years. The Disney Channel that existed for years and years and years. Oh, my God. Well, I, 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 I will not let my kid watch any of the Disney shows. I just, will not. <laughs> I just won't. They're all, you know, look, here's here's the thing with Disney. What's the name of that test that they have to, <laughs> for the female characters? Oh, the. Um, uh, uh, it's right there. It's right there. It's the uh, uh, Bach. Is it the Bachman? Bachman? Bach, Bach, right, whatever. Bach. I, I know what it, we know. What we're talking about. We but know basically, what we're talking about. You, you, the 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 deal is, is that you can show how deep a female character is. Is if uh, you have two female characters in a room, are they talking about something other than a man? And uh, I, I think it's called the Bachman test. And if you if they're not, then the the female characters are not. Uh, really well. They don't pass out. the test. But uh, do you know? Do you know what is thought out? What is well thought out? Oh yeah! This sounds familiar. That's right. It's the Sex Robot Report, ladies and gentlemen. Back again. The classic jam. Uh. <laughs> Give me horn. All right. All right. Okay, this is from the Daily Star. Ooh. Sex robots with uh, inbuilt consent modules that can turn down owners are coming soon. Now, um, well, that takes away the entire incel debate, then, right? Now that if they've solved all the problems, that, that, that's right. Well, well, <laughs> this is this is kind of an interesting thing because you know I'm one of the things uh, having a boy, raising a boy, is uh, I have been very, very clear with him. That uh, it's nice to, you know, go up to a little girl and hug her and kiss her. And he loves doing that. But I also tell him, like, you need to ask consent. It's yes, like there are boundaries. Very, there are boundaries. But when I get a sex robot, I don't expect that to be part of the deal. I don't. I, don't. I mean, not having to get consent is the deal, right? That's mm-hmm. the deal. That's why I buy the... The, the sex robot. Uh, but unless you're yeah, into that, maybe some people are into that. Like, you know, that they yeah, will maybe. turn down. Maybe that's your thing. Maybe that's, maybe, maybe that's your thing. So, Ditch uh, yeah, yeah. But then, <laughs> but, but here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I were a digisexual and I say, okay, I'm going to turn the consent module on. So I have to ask consent for the sex robot. Uh, in the sheer fact that I turned it on, does that mean that I'm actually still giving consent? Well, the or... real question is, what if it turns you down and then you decide that you're going to turn it off? That's the question, right? Yeah, yeah. You t- like I'm tired <laughs> is it of like that? one no. of those things that once it's turned on, you can't turn it off? Because that's really what it's going to have to be. Yeah, and so at what point is like? Does that mean that the like like a hundred years from now, the there's going to be like a, a like a Robo Me Too movement? Where yeah, it's maybe. like, you know, he turned on my consent module, but he went ahead anyway. Mm, uh, mm. Ooh, man, that would be. This is like deep philosophical stuff we're getting into. It really. Well, you want. You, I, I got one for you. Yeah, I got yeah, one yeah, for yeah, you. Please, please. Uh, how about uh, the fact that in the uh, Toy Story universe. Mm-hmm. Don't, I'll, don't I'll, ruin Toy Story for me. Don't do I'll, it. I'll, don't do I'll, it. I'll, 
all, 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 all sex dolls would be alive. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'll have so, to ponder on that one for a while. Okay. <laughs> you, you ponder, man. And while you're pondering, we are uh, going to definitely have some good guests. Uh, please uh, check out some of our upcoming guests. We've got some good ones coming up. And uh, well, I had one, you... one more uh, one more thing here before we wrap up because I thought yeah. this is interesting because uh, I'm a big uh, I'm a big Terminator fan, and oh, I was yeah. I was reading some articles about the upcoming Terminator Dark Fate movie, and I found out that the the rights were purchased for like ten million dollars in an auction recently. However, there is a copyright law that is in effect that after 35 years, all movie original screenwriters and creators are able to reclaim their content, but there's a two to three waiting period on that after they make a claim. So uh, apparently James Cameron and co-writer Gail Ann Hurd uh, have made a claim to reclaim the rights to Terminator. But what this means is that um, James, well, James Cameron is fully on board with sequels. Gail Ann Hurd may or may not be. Now the, the good news here is that I, I um, I'm pretty sure that with Terminator Dark Fate, it's going to do its own job of killing all sequels because the movie does not look like it's going to live up to any kind of a hype, any kind of hype. So uh, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I, I have my, like, I am honestly like the eternal optimist on this. And same with like the Avatar sequels. Like I give James Cameron the benefit of the doubt, but like the evidence keeps piling up that all this is going to be crap. <laughs> well, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's about as needed as the uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Yes, you know? which I will see be only because I bought a Regal Unlimited Pass so I can uh, – that that company won't fold on me like MoviePass, and I, I'm not going to invest in them anymore. I'm not investing in – I'm not investing in unlimited movie ticket companies anymore, all right? All right. I learned my lesson. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. Uh, but uh, all right. And with that, uh, we are uh, done with another uh, – fine news update we're gonna have some really great guests coming up so please uh listen to the show leave a review tell 500 of your closest friends and with that we're out stay classy you were gonna say something if you could find it in your heart leave a positive review (laughs) (laughs) that's a good one